and welcome to the Magical Traveling Moms Podcast. My name is Tina, and I am joined today by my wonderful and fabulous co-host, Miss Colleen. And today we are talking all things Disney Genie Plus and answering the question, is the Disney Genie Plus worth the extra expense? But before we get started, we'd like to take a moment and thank the wonderful sponsors of our show, Mystical Dream Travel. Mystical Dream Travel is an earmarked agency with Disney destinations, and they offer trips anywhere ranging from Disney to cruise lines to the Caribbean to Mexico, anywhere you want to go, including Europe. So if you're ready to book your next vacation be sure to reach out to the wonderful agents over at mystical dream travel you can find them at mysticaldreamtravel.com or check them out on social media welcome to the magical traveling moms podcast where your hosts tina and colleen talk about all things travel from theme parks to cruises to all-inclusive resorts and more they cover news tricks and insider tips to inspire your travel dreams They love to travel and want you to love it too. Find out their best kept secrets and learn how to make your next vacation extra magical right here on the Magical Traveling Moms podcast. So, hey, Colleen, how are you? We are both fresh back from our Walt Disney World trip. We are. I am doing great. I'm doing awesome. Yes, and we just missed each other, I think, by like a week and a half. I know, yeah, right. We did. We. Crazy, crazy, crazy. It is such a beautiful day here in Pittsburgh, finally. I hope it is beautiful down in South Carolina it as well. It is going to be the hottest day of the year so far today in South Carolina. Oh. It's going to be 90, oh. I believe, is the high today. 90. Tomorrow, oh, it's going to be 94. Oh, wow. It's only 70 degrees here in the borough. Yeah. So. It's a little warm it today, so, but it's beautiful. <laughs> good, good, good. Well, we are talking... Um, about the Disney Genie Plus. Yeah. So we both stayed there. So you definitely want to check out. We have two episodes that will be available. First, we did a live with Colleen at the Polynesian where we took a dive into the Polynesian Resort. And we just did, uh, we have another podcast out there on our, both of our recent trips and all the fun things um, that we experienced full of some wonderful tips when it comes to Walt Disney World. But today we are talking about the Disney Genie Plus and if it's worth the extra money. So the question is, what is Disney Genie Plus? (laughs) So if you haven't heard of it, uh, Disney Genie Plus is a paid service that lets you use the lightning lane entrance and bypass the standby line for select attractions. And it is, you do have to pay uh, for it is $15 per person plus tax each day. And it actually replaced the old FastPass system. However, it kind of works similar to the FastPass system. And I'll talk about how that is in a minute. Initially, it does not. But once you get into it, it the process is the same. It's very, the way that you very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The way you look. So yeah, so you used it, Colleen. I did too. I didn't use it every day. I only used it at Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. I did not use it at Epcot or Animal Kingdom because mm. I wanted to see the difference with it and without it in one trip. And then, but I did do some purchasing on the individual Lightning Lane. And we can talk about that here in a little bit. So what did you think about it? 
That's a loaded question, Tina. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so, one of my main reasons for going to Disney actually for this trip was to research and learn more about Genie Plus, quite honestly. So, and I, I love that when I tell my husband, like, no, I have to go to Disney for work because I need to learn these things. And he's like, yeah. okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, no, but for right. I do. Like, I really want to get my head around this. And I, and you can do all the research and whatever, but it's not the same as using it yourself. I actually did use it every day. Okay. And I used it in every park. And I did the, I did do a couple of individual lightning lane purchases as well. And I also got to try out because my mom had a ticket with it already on it. My ticket did not already have it on it. So every day I had to add it to mine. Yeah. So I had to buy it every day for myself. <laughs> so I got to try all of the things. <laughs> yes. So we did, we purchased an in-app each day. Um, okay. Cause I wanted to, I'm glad I did. Cause I wanted to see right. how that works yeah. and what the process was. So there's a couple tricks with it. Yes. So the Disney Genie Plus, sometimes I recommend purchasing it way before seven in the morning, first of all. Yeah. So you can start, you can purchase it starting at midnight for, you know, that the day that, you know, if you're going to use it on Tuesday, you want to purchase it at midnight or earlier. I got up at like quarter after six and I made my purchase or around 630 and you can do that. Now, sometimes it gets a little hung up. So if that happens, what I do recommend is just purchase your first, like click on your first Disney Genie Lightning Lane that mm -hmm. you want, and then it then it will process through. So there's been right. a few glitch, there's some glitches sometimes in it that happen. So if that happens to you, don't panic that it won't process just on that first Lightning Lane that you're going to select select that and then it should process through now you can also add it to your package like like what your mom did i recommend um, doing that <laughs> yeah and and i you know and i actually if you're going to use it as for your whole trip then i do highly recommend purchasing yeah. it as part of your package but we did it like you we did it uh individually like day by day i so we used it at the magic kingdom the first day and I highly recommend at Magic Kingdom if you are going to pick a park that you only want to purchase it at one time like you know during your trip I recommend Magic Kingdom for mm -hmm. sure we actually got a lot done but you do have to be very strategic about yes. how you plan out <laughs> your trip and so if you book with a mystical dream travel agent, they can definitely help you figure out the right strategy for your family based on what you want to do mm -hmm. uh, in the parks on how to navigate. And we're not going to get into strategy today. That could be so, like a whole other thing. That could be hours. That could be hours. For the podcast, but we did use it. Now I did purchase individual lightning lane for my train, but what I was really surprised with the mine train one I purchased that later in the day. Oh, so, so I, what I have heard in the morning. So I have heard that even if in the morning something says it's sold out, keep checking because yes. they like read up it, you know, like they, they keep putting more spots in later. And apparently this is true for everything except like rise of the resistance. Yes. 
and slinky dog like they they're pretty much those ones like once they're done you can't they're not going to have any more later but a lot of the rides might say because that did happen to me a couple times too where it looked like either something was sold out or maybe the next available time was really late in the day and Mm -hmm. wasn't going to work for our plans but then the next time I went in and looked, it had like an earlier time available or it was, you know, so you just keep looking, just keep looking. Right. Keep checking. And I also have heard that about like at seven, it initially launches to purchase those. And then about 15 minutes later, they reload more. Interesting. So, oh. so definitely, you know, you, like you said, that's a great tip is to really kind of check that. Just keep checking. Um, yeah. Yeah, so one couple, there's a couple that like, no, really, you need to do it at 7 a.m. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like Rise of the Resistance for sure. And Slinky, those two are like, you you need to do it yeah. right away. Yeah, if you're going to purchase them. So you have to pick which one you're going to do. Yeah. But so I, we loved it at the Magic Kingdom. We pretty much got on everything. There are a couple things we waited in line that, you know, like the, you know, Little Mermaid, we didn't like, it was like 10 minute wait. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, you don't need that. And Dumbo, like it wasn't like a long wait, but Dumbo can get long. So, you know, but there were, you know, we, we love, I loved it at Magic Kingdom. I really enjoyed it. I felt like we did a lot there. So, and I did purchase Mine Train. And like I said, I was surprised to see it later in the day. And we did that right before we went to the dessert party. So, so I purchased Mine Train as well. And what happened was we, we were flying on Sunday. We were flying Sunday morning. We were going to go to Epcot and then we were going to go to the Magic Kingdom in the evening because we also did the dessert party. And Mm -hmm. so I purchased us a Seven Dwarfs Lightning Lane for in the like later afternoon. Mm -hmm. The time I I thought, you know, and that's one of the benefits of the individual attraction selections is that you do get to pick your a time yes granted it's whatever's available still but still you can like I didn't have to go with the next available time like I could say I want 5 30 where with genie plus you only can pick the next available time right so that's a little different than fast pass like fast pass you used to be able to pick a time but so I picked 5 30 in the evening because I'm like we were going to be there absolutely we're going to be there at 5 30 well, <laughs> well, we weren't there at 5.30 because our flight got canceled and then our next flight got delayed and it was a hot mess and we ended up basically just barely making it to Magic Kingdom for our dessert party, which start we had to be there at eight. So yeah, so that day did not go exactly as planned and I was disappointed because one of the things with individual attraction selections is they are non-refundable. You cannot cancel it. You cannot change it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, I got lucky, Tina. And I know you did. Yeah. Dust, gods were looking down on me or something because what happened was it just happened that during the time our lightning lane was supposed to be, there was thunderstorm and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train shut down. And so if you have an individual attraction selection and the ride closes during the time that you were supposed to go, it will change in your My Disney experience and it will become an anytime ticket. 
Nice. So, yes. so we, so we were able to go anyway after the dessert party because Magic Kingdom. Also, we got lucky. Magic Kingdom happened to be open until ten, so mm-hmm. it was still open when the fireworks was over, and we were able to go to Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and still use the individual attraction selection. Oh, nice. Because otherwise, okay. I I would have just been out that money and. That is, you know, one of the things to consider about individual attraction selections is that they, you cannot cancel them. You cannot get a refund. It is what, unless the ride never opens again. Like if, if something yeah, like shut down and never opened again that day, they would have refunded me my money. But if it, you know, otherwise you, you, you either use it or you lose it. So I got lucky and I was excited about that. Yes, I agree. And, and that is a nice tip. And it's a nice thing to know to be able to do it. So uh, do you think it's worth it at the Magic Kingdom? I absolutely think that I would absolutely recommend doing the individual attraction selection for Seven Dwarfs for sure, because the line for that ride is always very, very long. Yeah, no matter what. I mean, you can rope drop it, you can even ride it during the fireworks, like it doesn't matter. The line is long. It just is what it is. We also used Genie Plus at Magic Kingdom on Wednesday. We were at Magic Kingdom the whole day. So Mm -hmm. I did do Genie Plus that day. And yes, I think it is the most valuable at Magic Kingdom because that Magic Kingdom has the most rides and attractions that are part of it. However, Mm -hmm. I do agree with you. You do need a strategy. And I think Mm -hmm. that it's important to go in the day knowing what rides you really want to do like having a list of the rides you really want to do and then mm-hmm. prioritizing them in order of how popular the lightning lanes are for those rides so for like instance i know jungle cruise books up really fast so oh, if yeah. you wait until later in the day to try to get a jungle cruise lightning lane it's like either you're not going to get one or it'll be for like eight o'clock at night. So that's another thing where having a travel advisor honestly like is invaluable right now because they can help you prioritize like, no, like which ride should I get the lightning lane first? So I had done a lot of research. So I knew, you know, like I knew the rides that I should go for first and I did try out stacking. So technically you're only, you only have one lightning lane at a time. However, you can stack them. So at 7 a.m., I made a lightning lane, but then we were able to make another lightning lane two hours after the park opens. I was trying to remember like what my lightning lane was that I made the first one. We didn't care about Jungle Cruise. Like that wasn't one of our priority rides. So Mm -hmm. I think it was Splash Mountain that I made. And so, so I did the lightning lane for Splash Mountain and it was like a little later in the day. And then the park opened that day at nine. So at 11 a.m., I was able to make another lightning lane selection. So mm-hmm. it, it definitely there's uh, some things to consider. And then, yeah, it, it, it definitely is a learning curve. But I think the more planning you can do and strategy you can have like ahead of time, the more you will get out of it. Um, no, I agree. And. I 100% agree with that. And we did the stacking as well. And I do think you have to determine like what side you want to 
feet on yeah. and start in because you also want to be careful that you're not mm -hmm. running back and forth in between lands. Exactly. So you yeah. have to it's really, you have to really time it, you know, very well. I think, I think at the Magic Kingdom, most people are going to go for Space Mountain initially. Yeah. And I will say that's what we did. We, you know, my daughter's like really wanted to ride Space Mountain because she loves it. So I'm like, okay, we'll do that one first. So we kind of, we started over at Tomorrowland. Yeah. And then from there we stacked and really we just from within like 20 minutes, we were able then to get uh, Buzz Lightyear and just walk right over there. I think we rode the people movers and mm -hmm. then we got off and then we went and it was time to do that. So we definitely did it in a way to where we covered that area first mm -hmm. before we moved on to the next. So I think you have to be very strategic in that way so that you're not running back and forth all over the place. Yeah. You have to, you know, be careful, but we, we liked it. So I did not use it at Epcot and I will say, I mean, the crowds were lower when we were there. It wasn't like anything crazy. The wait times weren't long. So we did, we did do soaring. We did test track. We did through Cabaneros. We didn't do frozen this trip. And, you know, we did all the rides. We went and got in Remy. We stood in line. Initially, it was like a 70-minute wait, I think, when we got in line. And the ride went down when we were inside. Like, oh, we were so close. Oh, no. <laughs> the ride went down. But we waited it out. It wasn't too bad. It started back up pretty quickly. So, I, you know, is it worth it at Epcot? I um, think that the way it is right now. So, previously, I had recommended maybe not doing genie plus at epcot but you mm -hmm. want to do the individual attraction selection yeah because yes. the individual attraction selections were frozen and remy and i'm like those are you know you want to do those otherwise mm -hmm. the genie plus was only maybe good for like test track however mm -hmm. then they moved frozen into genie plus mm -hmm. and only remy is the individual attraction selection mm -hmm. but when they did that then I was like, eh, if Frozen is an important ride for you to do. Yeah, and it's worth it. Absolutely. Then I think it's worth it. For Frozen and Test Track, yeah. I think it would be worth it because that ride has a very long line. And I think it's very popular. A lot. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many people come to me and say, <clears throat> I don't think we want to do Epcot. Epcot doesn't have anything. And I'm like, well, Epcot is where Frozen is. It's where the yes, ride it's, is, and it's where Anna and Elsa are. And then they're like, oh, shoot, we have to do Epcot. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, yeah, I think right now with Frozen being part of Genie Plus, if that is a priority ride for you, I do think it's worth it. I agree. Now, I will say I do wish I would have purchased the individual lightning lane for Remy because I think we would, have, you know, you obviously we wouldn't have waited that long for the attraction. So depending on what your priority is, you know, those individual lightning lanes are worth, are, I, they're worth, so you don't have to stand in line. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. And I didn't think like, I think, I want to say that mine train was like, seven dollars or i mean it changes every day it is so different every changes. day but i don't think i paid more than eight dollars for any yeah. of the individual attraction selections that i did the, the only one that was expensive was flight of passage and yeah flight of, I, I, I did do a flight of passage and i honestly don't even remember how much ours was 15 i don't so. remember how much it was i think yeah. it was 
Maybe it was 10 or $11 now that I'm saying that. Yeah, I believe ours, maybe ours was 12 But I know yeah. for Rise of the Resistance, we paid 15 Okay, so um, we didn't do Rise, so. We did. It's usually the most um, expensive one, I think. Yep, so we, we used the Lightning Lane, we used Genie Plus and Individual Lightning Lane over at Hollywood Studios. And we did purchase Rise of the Resistance. Mm -hmm. And it was, I liked it. I didn't get on it, actually. My husband, daughter, and my cousins, we met with family that day. So they all went and rode it. I switched out my magic band so my cousin could ride it. And so they went and rode it. And they they loved it. They said it was amazing. Now, you missed the queue because Rise of the Resistance does have a really nice queue in it. But they really liked it. They were done in like 20 minutes like you know 20 30 minutes in and off wow so that that was nice and then we did genie plus for rock and roller coaster so which was really nice we went over and pretty much walked right on that line can get very long mm. and we used it for tower of terror as well yeah so it would be worth it for tower right now because yeah absolutely is crazy. So, yep and then we from there we did we didn't use it a whole lot at hollywood to be honest because the times just weren't lining up so mm -hmm. we did we had like two dinings that day so that oh. really kind of can mess you up it's yep so we had we had oga canteen oga's cantina and then we did uh sci-fi so right. when you have those dinings it's sort of messy so it's yeah. sort of messy we didn't use it a whole lot now we did use it for uh toy story mania mm -hmm. yeah we but did. the ride went down oh no so, <laughs> so it's the same thing of what you just talked about it becomes well anytime or for other attractions so you oh, actually you could have used it, use it somewhere else however not the rise. one you really want it doesn't go so or, you can't oh. use it on slinky dog oh, you can't use it on slinky dog uh, mickey minnie's yeah mickey minnie's runaway runaway railway <laughs> yeah, the, really good the one. ones we wanted <laughs> but we did after dinner so it was like close to dinner when we were supposed to ride it so after dinner toy story me was up and so we just went back and you know used it use, you know used it for that and we did use it for the million falcon too so we i mean we did use it you know quite a bit and it definitely was worth it i think had we not had those two dining reservations mm -hmm. we would have been able to you know use it Do a it little more, bit more yeah so we took a very relaxed approach to this trip we mm -hmm. did not get to the park for rope drop you know, like mm -hmm. we weren't in a hurry to get there super, super early in the morning. We also had park hoppers. So one thing to know is if you do Genie Plus and you have a park hopper ticket, you are able to use it in both of the parks. Mm -hmm. um, it's a little trickier there for like timing wise, but, but you can still use it in the whatever park you hop to. And I would say on average, we did, we got three lightning lanes every day. Okay. And I was thinking about it, you know, it, when the fast, the old fast pass system, you would get three fast passes, you know, that you could pre-book. And now you were able to do more fast passes, like, but you had to wait until you used those three fast passes. To start to booking the next Additional. One. And honestly, usually there wasn't anything. By the time you used your three fast passes, there wasn't really a lot left. So I don't think most people ever did more than three fast passes, like very rarely. Like it was usually you just got your three fast passes. So I was thinking about it. And I was right. like, 
I think that we averaged three and we weren't going from like rope drop to the end of the day was pretty good. And if we had done a, a, a rope drop to the end of the day, we obviously would have been able to do more. So I definitely think it's safe to say with Genie Plus, you can, you should be able to get between three and five a day. Yeah, I, agree. I think yeah, that, I that, that does make it worth it. Like, I think it's a, a value. We went to Animal Kingdom. I did use it. Well, we purchased Flight of Passage, but I mm. used Lightning. I used Genie Plus to get a Lightning Lane for Navi River Journey. Okay. And I got a Lightning Lane for the Safari, mm. which I definitely recommend doing. And then, and then it wasn't quite working time-wise because we weren't staying there to the end. So this is where park hopping kind of like makes it a little difficult. We weren't staying there to the end of the day. We were going to hop over to Epcot. So I could have gotten Expedition Everest, but it was past the time that we were planning on being at Animal Kingdom. Mm -hmm. I could have got a Kali River Rapids, but it was past the time we were going to be there. So it just didn't, you know, time-wise, it didn't quite work, but we could have easily done those two rides. We did end up riding Expedition Everest. We just did the single rider line. Now, one thing I want to tell a story. I'm going to tell a story. (laughs) Okay, let's hear the story. About my individual attraction selection for Flight of Passage and Mm -hmm. something very interesting and important that I learned. So I knew 7 a.m. I want to be right on there. So at 7 a.m., first thing I did was the Flight of Passage individual attraction selection. Mm -hmm. So at 7 a.m., I went right on. Now, when you first look at the list of rides, it will tell you the next available time. And uh, very often with these popular rides, maybe it said 11 a.m. However, mm-hmm. when you you choose it, you get to the next screen and, it, and the next screen and it'll change, right? And it'll be like later in the yes, day. Yes, that's been happening, yes. Well, I learned something very interesting. So I had done it. It said it was for 11, 15 or something. And I went really, really quick all the way through to paying and it still said 1115. However, and I I didn't look at my app after that, right? Like I think I made my Navi lightning lane with Genie Plus and then we left, like we were getting ready to leave, to go to the park. So when I get to the park, I look at my plans, like in my mind is the experience, I was looking at my tip board and my plans And I see that our flight of passage is for 5 p.m. Oh, boy. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, it said 11. Like, it definitely said 11. Like, because, And I know of this glitch where, like, the time will jump ahead when you get to the next Mm -hmm. page. We're not going to be here at 5. (laughs) Like, we're not going to be here at 5. So I said, I'm going to go to guest services, and I'm going to talk to them. So I went to guest services. I explained what happened and they actually told me with the individual attraction selections, you do not know what time you're going to get until you have paid. Oh, that's interesting. I hadn't heard that before. Because I said it said 11. Like I know it continually Mm -hmm. said 1115 through and I paid and then it changed Mm -hmm. to five. And she said, you are not guaranteed any time. Like it does not ver- like confirm your time until the mm-hmm. payment has processed. 
Oh, so that, if it yeah. says eleven fifteen, when you get all the way to the end, until you hit that payment button and it's processed at that point, it tells you the time. Yeah, that makes sense. And then we had a discussion about how Disney should change that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm like, well, that's ridiculous because you're telling me I can't cancel it and I can't get my money back and I can't change it. But yet you're not going to tell me what time I get until I've paid for it. Now, mm -hmm. if we hadn't been park hopping, maybe I wouldn't have cared. You know, like I would have been like, whatever. Right, it wouldn't have been. But though. I was park hopping and we weren't going to be there at five. So she did, you know, and she said, I'll make an exception this one time and help you. And they changed it to an any time. But she did tell me that that's something you have to think about is you, when you do those individual attraction selections that you're paying extra for, you do not know what time you are going to get until after you have paid. So I could see this being an issue a lot because. Especially hopping. Yeah. Park hopping or dining reservations. What, like, mm -hmm. what if I have a dining reservation at five? You know, so I think that, and she did kind of allude to that they are working on it. Like they're going to try to maybe, and I said, even if they just give you the option to cancel it and get your money back, that would be something. Because like, I could see this happening a lot where something like this, where it's a time that isn't going to work for somebody. And then you're telling me I'm just out my money, you know? So uh, she did say they were working on it and i hope that they kind of work through some of fix it yeah. yeah we did not run into that problem that you know when the time that i select you know i do think i one day i selected like for flight of passage i think i selected like nine and it popped up at 10. Yeah. so it was like it wasn't too bad we weren't staying in the park right. all day yeah so monday when we went to animal kingdom that was our last day and so we were only had planned on doing a half a day so that's another reason why I didn't get the um, Genie Plus that day because we were just going to hit like certain right. attractions. So we did, you know, we did do the individual lightning lane for Flight of Passage. Definitely, if that is your priority, it's, it's, worth, worth, it. it's worth paying for it. And then we didn't do Navi River or anything. Bill and Sarah went over and got in line for Expedition Everest. I think they said they waited like 15, 20 minutes. Nice. I went and watched The Lion King because I hadn't seen it in a while. <laughs> and I walked right in. So I wow. hit it at a perfect time as the first, like the second show. And I just, I got, I got in line, waited like maybe five minutes. They opened the doors and, and had a nice seat there. And then we went and did Dinosaur and and i think that's all we did really at animal kingdom that trip dinosaur i think it was the post time was 55 minutes i think we waited like 25 if that and you know just sort of walked on through had i been at animal kingdom all day i probably would have done the genie plus just so that we can kind of get through like to do the safari and you know yeah. so that safari line gets pretty long i'm surprised you were able to walk in a lion king because we didn't do Lion the Lion King show, mm. but <clears throat> we walked by it <clears throat> on our way to ride Flight of Passage, and the mm. line was super, super long. Like, yeah, I, I was like telling people the cast member was telling people who were getting in line that there was a pretty good chance they weren't making it in to the show. Well, and I asked when I got in line, I said, "Do you think I'll get into the show?" And he's like, "Oh, absolutely." I mean, and I why there were seats available. Oh, I wow. mean, so the park wasn't like super crowded, but 
you know, I walked in, like I said, I, would, I think I got in line at like 1038 in the morning and on the next show was at 11. We waited like five minutes, you know what I mean? And then they opened the doors and we, I walked right in. So I didn't, I think I just hit it at a good time. Yeah. I wonder if that earlier show is that, you know, like, cause when we were walking by, it was a later show. It was like, like the one o'clock show or something. Right. And yeah, I think as that show, if you're going to do, I would recommend the morning because as the day goes on, people are looking, which makes sense. They're looking to sit down. They're looking for some air condition, Mm -hmm. you know, if that's, you know, a great afternoon time, you know, to go and see it, to have that break. But we definitely, I probably would have purchased, you know, Genie Plus had we been there all day. But um, we liked it. Like I said, I liked it. I I think when it first came out, I was very hesitant about it and not really sure how I feel about it because there was a lot of mixed reviews with it. You know, do I think it would be nice if Disney gave like at least one kind of old fast pass thing or something, something. I think it would be awesome but I do think if you do 100% need it to have an enjoyable trip no you don't no no I don't but no. if you are really looking for very specific things that you want to do and you really want to get a lot of things done uh-huh. then absolutely hands down it's worth doing it yeah I would agree with that and I think it's also important to think about in each park what are your priority mm-hmm. rides? So, yes. and that's something, you know, that your travel advisor can help you with, you know, go through each park's list of rides and which ones do you absolutely want to do and are important to you if you, you know, that mm-hmm. you're high priority. And then <clears throat> the travel advisor can help tell you whether or not those are rides that are going to have a long line. Because if you're going to the park and you have little, little kids, and you're not going to be riding the roller coasters and the thrill rides like mm-hmm. and yeah you might you might not need it because a lot of the like other you know little rides little kid rides you know i say little kid rides but like i ride all those rides but you know what i mean yes. like if you're just going on winnie the pooh and little mermaid and dumbo and it's a small world and you know, even pirates is not usually terrible for a wait. And you don't care about Splash Mountain and Space Mountain and Seven Dwarfs and, you know, like then, then yeah, like it's not, maybe you'll wait in a line for Peter Pan or Jungle Cruise, but otherwise, you know, most of the rides. Won't be yeah, bad. it's not, it's not bad. So, cause we actually did wait in line for Peter Pan. Uh, the line wasn't long. I love the kid. I, um, I couldn't get a Genie Plus. I couldn't not get a Genie Plus. It's the only one I really wanted I couldn't get. Oh. But we waited in line and it wasn't long at all. Like we were there posted it at like an hour, but like we literally walked like right through the queue. Oh, wow. Well, that's good. And I think know. it ended up only being like 20 minute wait. I was mm. really shocked. Yeah. So I was really surprised. But but yeah, I mean, I it, I think it really just depends on what you're doing at Walt Disney World and what you want to get done and how to manage. But like Colleen said, your agent at Mystical Dream Travel can really, really help you out. Now, there is another fun feature when you get to Disney Genie Plus. Yes, and I, and I forget is, it like every time. I've like, I did. I totally <laughs> forgot it. And my, like I said, at Holiday <clears throat> Series, we were with family and my cousin Denise was like, oh my gosh, look at this funny film filter with the genie (laughs) and so they have photo lenses and so it's in the app and you can take all these fun 
pictures and they have select ones for certain parks that yes. you can only use it and in certain areas. So Galaxy's Edge has one for Yoda that you can do. And there's one with the Wilderness Explorers over at Animal Kingdom. I'm like so there's bummed one. I forgot about it. Like I literally I forgot know. that it was even a thing and I didn't look at any of them. Yeah, I posted them in my stories, you know, over on the main Mystical Dream Travel while I was there. They are funny. <laughs> I wanted, I couldn't find it, so I must not have been in the right park, but there's one of Hades. Oh, <laughs> there really? Oh, that'd be fun. That would be hilarious. So, so you do kind of get that fun, and you can download those pictures, but once you leave, you have to save them and to your camera roll because they don't stay so right but they are they are a lot of fun so yeah we had a lot of fun with them once we discovered unless we remembered it was there so (laughs) so if you actually have specific questions on the disney genie plus or individual lightning lanes because it is two separate things be sure to reach out to the wonderful agents over at mystical dream travel they can help you plan all the details and how to strat, how to come up with a great strategy for your family when it comes to using the Disney Genie Plus. And all of our agents are very well experienced um, in both Genie Plus and the individual Lightning Lane. So I want to take a minute and say thank you for watching. Be sure to subscribe to the Magical Traveling Moms podcast, both wherever you listen and on YouTube. Hit that notification button so you never miss an episode, that's for sure. And if you have any Disney Genie Plus tips that you would like to share, be sure to leave them in the comments or if you have a specific question about it we're more than happy to answer that so until next time may all of your vacations be extra magical 